Welcome to the Mama's Redefined Success Podcast. My name is Danielle and I'll be your guide as we get real about finding your true north on this expedition of motherhood. Whether you're a new mama who just got in this path of discovery or you're already in the thick of the chaos and you'd give anything to find your way to a path, Either way, I've got you. I've gone down a lot of paths in life and motherhood from corporate executive workaholic to stressed out super mom who didn't know the word no to an anxious and depressed stay at home mom of two just trying to get through the day. And now I'm getting my footing as a mom and business owner. I'm here to share my journey in a raw way to hopefully help you so you don't feel alone as you navigate your paths. Here, we embrace where we are today, but we don't stay there. So get ready to laugh, learn, possibly cry, and definitely grow as you journey to redefine what success means to you so you can thrive in who you're meant to be. Let's go. Welcome back mamas or welcome to any new mamas we may have listening with us today. Welcome. I... I have a topic for you this week that you guys, I feel like I've talked about this topic before um, in a different way. This is inspired by actually something that happened to me last week. And I was like, it just keeps being in the back of my head. I'm going through some trainings this week and um, got a lot of exciting things on the horizons, but I am not here to talk about that. I am here to talk about how we can get caught up in our head with this idea of perfection and how even though we know that we're not supposed to strive for protection, perfection or that is unattainable, we still have this idea in our head of it and we still are um, beating ourselves up a little bit when we fall short of this ideal idea of perfection, whatever that looks like. It might not look like exactly perfection, but of something that you've set up in your mind that's supposed to go one way. It's supposed to go this way. It's supposed to look this way. And it doesn't wind up looking like that. And you guys, what I'm here to talk about is the beauty in the mess, the beauty in what actually happens, the beauty in just allowing whatever happened to be and to embrace that and to, um, you know, learn if there was a mistake, but just to be happy. Like I'm going to start with a quote, right? I'm going to go back to my quote, Deborah Messing. This quote is from her and it says, the key to happiness is letting go of that idea of perfection. And it's so true because we hold this idea in our head of it, um, of what we want things, the way we want things to go or whatnot. And we need to let go of that in order to be happy. And I'm going to, I'm going to go right into my story. So like the inspiration for what made me do this podcast episode today was something that happened to me last week. So my daughter, Michaela, she turned nine last week and she was having a birthday party and she wanted her cake. I always make the girls cakes. And she wanted her cake to be Pua, which if you watch Moana, Pua is the little pig in Moana. And she loves, she's obsessed with Pua. Um, the Pua, the pig is so cute. If you haven't looked, you should look at Pua. He's really cute. Um, 
So anyway, I wanted, she wanted me to make the cake of Pua and she showed me a picture of what she wanted this cake to look like. Right. And so you have this picture of this like perfect Pua, right? Cake that's probably been made by some professional baker that does this for life. Right. And for their life's work. And here I am trying to recreate this. This is what happens to me every year. Every time one of the girls turns a a year older, I have to make a cake. And, um, I always say I'm going to wind up getting somebody to do it for me, but then the girls always want me to make it. And so I wind up making it. And, um, So you guys, I'm making this Pua cake in order to make it the way that she wants it. um, There was going to have to be fondant. Okay, it was just no getting around it. I am like very um, natural. I use pretty much organic everything. And so I didn't really I don't want ever to use fondant. But like there was no other way to do this Pua ears, but then to use fondant. So, of course, you know, I make the cake. She wants to help me make it. So we make the cake on a Thursday night, the party's Friday. I'm like, all I have to do is ice the cake, right? Like I make the cake the night, like ice the cake that I've made the night before the next day. So I go and I'm like, I have to go buy fondant in order to do that. So I had to teach Jazzercise that morning, I go buy this fondant. I go to buy the fondant. But what I realized is that they sell these packages of the fondant in really small packages. So I couldn't buy like fondant that was like big. Well, there was one big tub of it, but it was like, I don't know, $25 or something. And then there were these little tiny, small containers of it, like small little packages of it for like five bucks. And I was like, that is like not enough. I don't know how much I'm going to need. And there was this package you could buy of like the powder. So I decided to buy this powder get home. I have this powder. I make the fondant. So I've never worked with fondant. Now I'm making the fondant that I'm going to work with, which you guys, bad idea, right? Like it was not the right consistency. I kept having, having to add more of this powder to it. Um, it was like not going great, right? It was taking me way longer than I thought. Well, then this fondant, you know, I had to make three different colors because Pua's ears are white, but then, you know, the inside of the ears are pink and then his spots are gray and the eyes are white. And since I'm already making the fondant, I might as well do the rest of the everything out of the fondant instead of doing the icing in five different colors too. Um, So I was like, okay, this is happening. I'm doing this. And I still had this picture, right? And so uh, the picture was of the face on the side of the cake, right? And then the ears came off the top of the cake. So the Pua's face was on the side and the ears were on the top. Well, I put the cake together and I'm like, this cake needs to be way bigger in order for this to happen, right? Like it has to be a lot taller. So I have to pivot, right? I'm like, okay, so now the top of the cake is going to be Pua's face, but I still have to do these ears off the top of the side. So so I'm doing this and I'm getting these ears, you know, I'm may I had to make keep making more fondant and more fondant because it just wasn't enough fondant. And I'm rolling this stuff out. I'm finally getting it to not be sticky. I'm getting it to be the right consistency. I've got it to be the right colors, right? And I think, okay, I'm finally doing this. And I go and I put these ears that had taken me forever 
on this cake. And you guys, they are not staying. Like they are not going to stay the way that I wanted them to. They're like flopping down, you know, his ears like flop over, but like they need to stay out and be really big. Like his ears are pretty big. They're like bigger than like life, you know? And so it's a Disney movie, right? And so um, I am not getting it right, y'all. And I can't figure it out. And I'm using toothpicks and whatever. And I got it to work, right? I was at some point, there was something in me that was like, you guys, I was just like, this has to get done. Like, it doesn't have to be like the party is tonight. It was at this point, like I'd been working on it for like three hours. And I was like, I, I had other things that I was supposed to, thankfully I called my mom. I'm like, mom, reinforcements. Like she started cleaning for me. My mother-in-law was here. She started helping like clean and make, put the balloons up and do stuff else that I was supposed to be doing, but I was making this fondant. Oh my gosh, you guys, it was messy. It was messy. And I just stopped myself and was like, look, I've got to get this done. Like something has to happen. I have to figure it out, right? It's not going to look the way that I wanted it to, right? It's not going to look the way she wanted it to look because she wanted it on the side of the cake. Let's just, you know, hope that she loves this cake because, you know, she was so excited about this cake, right? And so she gets home from school and I'm like, so like, nervous, I guess, kind of to like show her the cake. I'm afraid that she's not going to like it. I've done all this work. I don't want her to feel bad for not liking it. Right. But it doesn't look like it was supposed to. And so I show her this cake and I'm like, you know, I'm sure my face, it probably was all over me that I didn't think the cake looked good. Right. And so I was like, I was like, so what do you think? It's, um, it's, it's not what we talked about, you know, it's on the top. And she's like, yeah, And I was like, and the ears are kind of, and I was looking for a word and she goes, awkward. (laughs) Awkward. Yeah, sure. That's a great word for it. Right. And so I'm thinking in my head that she doesn't like this. Right. Like she was like, it's great. It looks good, mom. It's, it's great. And she leaves and she, you know, normally when I show her the cakes, right. She's like, you know, and like loves it and the whole nine yards, but it was totally about me and how I was responding to where she was then like, not as excited, I guess, about it because she overheard me telling my mom when my mom got here, she overheard me telling her that what, what had happened that I was like, you know, I, I, um, it was, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but she overheard that and she screams down from upstairs, mom, I love it. I thought it was great. I don't know. You were looking for the word. I thought you were trying to search for the word awkward, but I think it looks great. She thought it looked great, you guys. And my point is, is that what we have, these expectations that we put on ourselves, they aren't a lot of times what anyone else would put on themselves, right? And if you think about it, the expectations that you put on other people are typically lower than the ones that you put on yourself. And you can't live up to these like perfection expectations that you have in your head. And the more you um, give into that more, the more you are, you know, here I was showing my cards, right? Like I, she knew that I wasn't happy with it. She knew that I didn't feel confident in it. And so she kind of was mirroring my behavior and in turn made me think that she didn't really like the cake when she 
loved the cake. And when, you know, everyone else saw it, they thought it was great. You know, they didn't know in my head, first of all, they didn't know what the picture looked like. Second of all, they didn't know in my head what I had thought it would look like when I got done. Right. And so these expectations were mine. They were no one else's. And no one else knew that this wasn't what this was, this cake was supposed to look like. They all thought it looked amazing. Like everyone else thought it looked amazing. And so my point is that we can get caught in that. We need to give ourselves a little grace, right? And I wanted to share, um, another quote with you. And this one is, um, is actually, I don't know where this came from. It's it's anonymous and it says, there's no need to be perfect to inspire others. Let people get inspired by how you deal with your imperfections. You guys, let people get inspired by how you deal with your imperfections. So even if you are thinking one thing, or even if you know you have made a mistake and it's obvious, the way that you deal with it the way that you behave, the way that you carry that mistake, the way that you present yourself once you've made the mistake. Um, and this is so apparent or so um, relatable to moms because our children take cues from us. They take cues from us all the time and they are le- we are leading them in how they think, in how they are feeling a lot of times. You know, it's it's proven that parents that have anxiety, a lot of times their children wind up with anxiety and it's not hereditary, it's learned behavior. It's learned behavior. That might be for hard for someone to hear and I'm sorry, um, but like that isn't just another reason that we should be working on ourselves because kids pick up what you, what you're putting down, right? Like the rock, like that just popped into my head. Like they pick up what you are, they mirror what you are doing. And so if you are behaving in such a way, they're picking that up. But even if we're not talking about kids, you know, you can't always live up to the expectations of what you put in your head about what these other mothers are doing or um, live up to what people are doing on social media, right? You're only seeing a part of the story and you are, you don't need to live up to that. You can be happy if you embrace the fact that you are imperfect. We are all imperfect and there is no need to try to be perfect because the only thing that you're going to do by trying to be perfect is be unhappy, is to not be fulfilled, is to make yourself crazy, quite honestly, because it isn't possible to be perfect. And so I think I'm going to leave you with that. I had one more, but it's a really long quote. Um, And you know what? I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it because it's really good. And it says, our strength lies not in expecting ourselves to be perfect, but in understanding that our greatest strength is our ability to learn. Self-compassion means loving acceptance of our current limitations in a way that supports our marvelous ability to grow. So no matter what, oh, and uh, that was Dr. Catherine Ford. Um, So no matter what, we should be learning and growing 
from our mistakes, from the way that we handle things. We can always be getting better, right? Like that is my motto. You always need to be growing. You should always be evolving. Like if I ever stop trying to be a better person or trying to grow, um, you know, something's like really wrong because we should always be trying to grow and learn from what we, from our past. And because we are never perfect, we always have have a lot of opportunities to learn and grow. And that's the beautiful part of it. It is so beautiful. So I just, and other people really, they need to see how you deal with that in grace and in style. And just, you don't let it ruffle your feathers and you just keep going. It is such an inspiration to people because we all, nobody's perfect. And so when you are vulnerable enough to, you know, let your imperfection like shine and just own it and learn and grow from it um, and not try to put on this facade or this face, like actually that goes further with a lot of people, right? So I hope that hit home for some of you. I hope that just takes the pressure off. Um, that's what it really did for me. It really made me take a look in the mirror this week when, when I really fe- felt how... I could see in her face that she wasn't just blowing smoke, that she really thought that that cake was amazing. And um, it was just my, the way I dealt with it that caused the way that she reacted to it. So it was a huge mirror moment, you guys. I hope it helped and I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. All right, till then. Thank you so much for listening. If something you heard today spoke to you, I hope you'll use it on your journey. It would light me up to know what hit home with you. So please share this episode on your social and tag me so I can encourage you and thank you personally for sharing. I'll meet you right back here next week. Keep smiling, y'all.